Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. The podcast 100% powered by Cameron Juice. Swing by the Jock Doc studio and pick up a bottle today. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as microangiopathic hemolytic anemia and feather boa constrictor. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simple one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hi, Dr. London. You look way too tired today. Thank you. I, you know, like, it's one of those things, like, I don't hear it enough. I mean, is there a reason why? It's not because my car's too loud, is it? It's a little, well, I think it, it wouldn't be from that, except that you insist so much that I sleep in your car. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm doing donuts. Yeah. It's hard to pick which one is making me more tired. Yeah. The donuts or the loud music. Because I associate donuts with waking up. I guess that's part of the issue. That's why it's fun wordplay. I, look, I know. But like, when it's 3 a.m. and we've been doing donuts for 10 or so hours, I, at a certain point, I start to think, well... Do you want to do something else? But then all you say is like, yeah, let's go get some new tires. These ones are actually kind of losing their grip. And usually because it's like 3 a.m., we, we, we like go to the tire shop and then we wait. Sometimes you'll say, you know a guy. Like, because you have to get someone some shady tires. Oh, yeah. No, I know a guy at the, at the my tire guy. Yeah, you'll say you know a guy, but yeah, then you're right. We do just end up going to the normal tire shop, and you'll say, you'll look at the name tag real quick. I hope I don't notice. But is this why you're sleepy? I feel like this can't be the reason. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it, it's a pretty significant part of why. Mm, I think it's going to be your diet. I think it's your diet, probably. Yeah. Um, thank you for saying that. I guess which aspect of my diet, because I have started to drink water. I know you, for a while you had me on a no-water diet. Oh, no. Dr. London, you're drinking water now? Oh, boy. Okay, no, yeah, no wonder you're so tired. Yeah, so I... I you just know that stuff this... makes you stay up all night. It wires you. Yeah, and whereas, yeah, I know you said that your, your mix of uh, various amphetamines really calms you down at night. Yeah, Cameron juice. So whenever we both take our doses of medication, yeah, then... You take your nappy juice, your Cameron juice, and do donuts all night, and then I, yeah, just drink water. So I, I can see, I, I can see your perspective on this. Yeah. I just feel like our perspectives, maybe because we're on different medications here, our perspectives are going to differ. Oh, okay. Okay, that's fair. Cameron, we have a sponsor today. Whoa. Yeah. Are you for real? Oh, completely. So our sponsor today is Caldera Lab. They're great at helping you with your first impressions. Now, you might be thinking, I got this job interview coming up. 
first impression. Right. That's truly one of the few times where, you know, having a first impression, like a good first impression is really, really useful is to be able to trick your future boss into liking you. And you might think, okay, how do I make a good first impression? I need to learn about the business I'm applying to. I need to learn about um, maybe their hobbies um, and also bring, bring in, you know, a list of like all the things that I can bring to the table. But actually, that's incorrect. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's trying way too hard. You have to show them that you care about your appearance with Caldera Lab. So, yeah, you, before the job interview, you brush your teeth, okay? But if you do your skincare right before then, then it's, it's not going to be only your teeth they see. They can see your whole face being, you know, endurable for their eyes. Which, yeah, they'll be able to tolerate your looks finally. Yeah. So Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products, and the Regiment kicks off their product lineup. It's a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Regiment includes three products, the uh, Clean Slate, the Base Layer, and the Good. The Clean Slate starts and ends your day. It leaves all types of skin refresh. Uh, the Base Layer is a daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence. Now, you'll use this at the start of your day for the interview, okay? you've it's been a long night. You wake up. You use clean slate to clean off the grime off your face. You put on the base layer. Well, hopefully you hopefully you got some sleep to actually wake up from. Obviously, you're going to be like covered in sweat because of your nerves. You might have been up all night. And you like you should have been up all night. Like if you did your homework right, which was to be nervous for this interview. Uh, yes, because you don't want to show up with actual homework, with any actual proof that you can do this job well. Again, that's nerd stuff. It's trying too hard. So, um, yeah. So, but you put on this, you, you use a clean slate to wipe all that off. All the nerves. You need the nerves, but you can't show that you have them. So, yes. then clean it off and you put on the base layer to moisturize your face. Now, that layer is so formidable that it'll hydrate your skin throughout the entire interview. It's not unlike being on a roller coaster, right? You've got these nerves, but you've got to hide them or otherwise your crush is going to hate you because they're going to think you're a big baby. And so what do you do? You cover your emotions with, you know, basically some, some skin cream, but like emotional skin cream. And, and that is a good point. You will want to bring up your roller coaster crush story to the, the interviewer. Like that's, that's, that's a part of the interview. Um, uh, then uh, after your interview, you're going to go home. And you're going to use the good. It's a multifunctional serum at night that helps your skin to look tighter and smoother. And then it helps reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines. It's got antioxidants. Um, you should have used it the night before. Okay. You should have. God help you if you use it during the day. Yeah. Oh, please. Now, it's a nighttime thing. It's to help your skin settle into itself as you let your nerves take over. There's also the Caldera Lab Icon Eye Serum. It addresses the three most common skin concerns around the eye, fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. And you might think, well, I want dark circles for this interview. No. Dark circles, that's, that, that's how they mark bad stuff. Yes. And depending on who you're talking to, they might think you're a witch. Yes. If you're haunted or you carry a haunting. Yes. Uh, so Caldera Lab, it's leader, they're the leader in men's skin care, um, only made with top tier ingredients. Clinical trials have found that 94% of men's skin showed an overall younger looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. And uh, yeah, just for our audience, we actually have an exclusive offer. And this is their best offer available anywhere. 
Use code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. Get 20% off with code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com and make unforgettable first impressions that lead to the charming words, you look younger, which might sound weird in this interview with someone you haven't met, but if you don't hear it, that does mean you didn't get the gig. Like, you, you have to hear it. If they don't say, you look younger, then that's a problem. The, the job you're applying for is one of the kids on Sesame Street. You have been obsessed with Sesame Street since you were a child. Now you're 45 years old and you've decided, I have to convince Gordon that I'm very young. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it wasn't weird to be obsessed with it when you were little. No, everyone like, it was. actually was. pretty normal. Yes. Like, it, it was fine. And so to make it weird now, that's really on them. So, yeah, keep using the Caldera Lab. Like, it's, it's going to work. It's going to work. So 20% off at calderalab.com with code JOCKDOC. First impressions matter. So that's our producer, Cameron. Also with us is Digital in the House. Later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest. That's right, Dr. London. All right, so do look forward to that. But before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So for a long time, our listener demographic was primarily composed of blacksmiths. Or, like, uh, what is it? African-American smiths? I, I don't know how to... I, I feel like I'm going to step on a toe no matter how I say it. Anyway, that's uh, who most of our listener demographic was. Before. But now, in our efforts to cater to them, um, we actually found that we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast. So this week's feedback comes from a bot on YouTube on our video entitled Dr. London Goes Off on Cancel Culture. User BitKillerJones6867 commented, Relax, bruv. Wow. 
Yeah. And like normally you have to pay for that kind of advice, you know? Maybe, I mean, this might go back to your lack of sleep thing because you do seem very tense, like very tired and tense. So maybe he's like, bro, like well, relax. I mean, like sometimes just, I, I'm sure I'm a little peppier, uh, but like that's because I've got so much to do. So like to tell me to relax is actually like, well, uh, that's easy for you to say if you're being lazy, if you're not doing anything. Listener who said relax, don't ever say that to Dr. Leonard again. Um, he can't relax. Anyway, to that listener, BitKillerJones6867, thank you for listening. Now for today's medical topic, radial neuropathy. Radial neuropathy is a dysfunction of the radial nerve, which is a nerve that travels through the axilla, or your armpit, that region, and goes down to the hand. Thus, patients may acquire radial neuropathy by having pressure exerted on the inner upper arm. This can occur through the use of crutches, because uh, so, those can put pressure on the axilla or armpit. Um, it can also happen by falling asleep with the arm over the back of a chair. So this is why radial neuropathy is nicknamed Saturday Night Palsy. You go to the movies. You're with someone you like. You put your arm around them. They don't notice that your arm is there and your arm gets stuck, I guess? And then there's, there's so much pressure on your armpit and you hope they notice yeah this is hard for you to picture because you've never you've never put your arm or you've never you know put your arm around anyone not successfully no i mean like i said you you reach as far back as you can and normally i'm 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 trying not to bug them yeah but like you're trying to steal their popcorn yeah yeah and so i'm reaching around trying to grab the popcorn and then what do you know? I get this radial neuropathy. So, I, and and so the symptoms of it, which the dates notice, is uh, with radial neuropathy, they present with wrist drop, which is inability to lift the wrist or fingers. So, it turn it it forces me into a curtsy position, basically. Like my my hand goes out and it's all limp, and I'm trying and I'm trying to present myself as a masculine figure, but it's. Tra- sorry, traditionally masculine figure. Um, but then I ended up just flinging my limp hand around yeah. a lot. Well, and you mentioned nerves earlier. You you're, you usually have a bunch of nerves t- during this moment. You're kind of like shaking out of like, you know. Me mentioning nerves earlier, this is a nerve palsy. So Yeah, yeah different, is- different thing I understand. But it just reminded me of like, oh, right. When London goes on these dates, he's usually like shaking. Drenched in sweat. Throwing up, throwing up quite a bit. That's why you need to steal their popcorn, because you've already thrown up in your popcorn bag. Yeah. Usually I just bring in my own bucket. It's just not a popcorn bucket. Or if it, it, it sometimes, it, actually a lot of times it is a popcorn bucket to the naked eye, but I have put some lining on the inside. So my date knows. I let them know beforehand, look, I'm going to vomit in this. That's a part of it. Well, I mean, that's, that's not how you say it. No, not, okay, no it, no, it isn't, but like... You say... And then I do throw up. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Yeah. But, and so like, all that to say, radial neuropathy is also known as Saturday Night Palsy. The treatment for radial neuropathy is with pregabalin or dibapentin, 
uh, tricyclic antidepressants and most seizure medications may also be effective. Also like not reaching so hard on a date. Um, I've, I've found that if I don't go for the popcorn, I, my wrist still like functions. I can hold my hand up. So, uh, that's like another potential treatment option. If, um, but, but I'd say try that before trying the other treatments depending. Yeah. And you're not going to do that. Well, I just, I gotta get some of that popcorn. I know. I'm you so want, hungry after the, I throw up. You want the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we'll see, ne- you know, next movie. All right. I mean, Dr. London, we're, are, are we done for the day? We're good. We should go get lunch no, or something. Usually we actually have a guest. Remember we said we have a guest today, so oh. um, I'm still waiting on them. Did you, did you book? Because we said earlier, and I know you always correct me on this. Today you didn't correct me on, we have a great guest today. Yeah. And so I assume that we do. I just, I like, I, I just feel like we kind of need to pin that down. Yeah. It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. Oh, Sheila. Oh, hey. You're just in time. We were just talking about lunch and you've always got food on you. Yeah, usually I would be coming on slinging my meats, but I guess today I'm late or early for DJ Dylan's Love Hour podcast. Have y'all been listening to that? I'm not allowed to. Dr. Lennon says it's a little too adult for me. Yeah, because I've, I've been on it a lot. Yesterday, he said something on that podcast that really made me get to thinking. He said, they're not running from you. They're running from the trauma that the relationship brings up in themselves. And that's really been resonating because Ron is not running from me. He's running from the trauma of these other beings, these other races, chasing him down. That's been a hard pill for me to swallow because we've got a lot of yard work and a lot of chores and we've got many multi-million dollar businesses to run and he's just off gallivanting let's uh let's let's explain so this is sheila dawn yeah by the way this is sheila dawn she's she's been on the show many times she sells a lot of meats yes sheila usually has some meats on her and she's she has run restaurants and uh, traveling food vans and all sorts of different things. A lot of roadkill. A lot of found exotic meats. Get it right, Dr. London. And, and a lot of uh, people, as uh, deceased people prepared. That's what you're always saying. I, and you need to get out of my face with that. Okay, well, as long as you've moved on from it, then that's, yeah. I have never eaten people. I have made that clear every time that I have come on. You do always say, like, like, oh, I don't really consider them a person. Like, you'll just point at someone and say that. And so it's not, it's not reassuring when you say, like, I've, I've never eaten a person. Because what you define as a real person is uh, very flexible, it seems like. But why, why are you here? Why, what, what, what are you doing? I'm just coming to bring my issues to the DJ Dylan Love Hour podcast because I'm at my wit's end with this. Oh, that's right. I really can't deal with any more chores, any more yard work. I'm doing it all by myself. 
Well, where is Ron? I'm confused. And you, he, you're saying he keeps running away from you. As you guys know, last time I was on, I had started my extraterrestrial jerky business. And Ron was kind of going with them, and I was kind of keeping some of their th- people. I'm, I'm not people, extraterrestrials. Let's get it right. Now he just kind of, I haven't heard from him in a long time. I only hear from him in like a dreamlike state. He comes to me. He can't, he doesn't speak really, but he, through his eyes, he just kind of communicates like, Sheila, oh my God, help me, please. I'm running from these beings and you have no idea the horrors that they are capable of. And I'm just kind of like, Ron, get back here. Well, then stop interrupting your sleep. A lot of the time when I fall asleep, I don't know that I'm asleep, so. Oh, yeah. It's hard to tell. Uh, But Ron needs to be here on the farm with me. We have a militia of feral grandbabies that we are commanding. I was about to ask about the feral grandkids. Like, why aren't they helping out with the chores? They are, but there's just a lot to do. And Ron is a higher up. He's a manager on the farm, and so I need him. I don't need the underlings. Let's see. When did Ron disappear? Maybe we can get to the bottom of this thing. When was the last time you saw Ron? Physically, standing in front of me, it's been about three and a half months. And what what happened around that time? Did anything unusual happen? We just had a lot of UAP activity on the farm and, you know, everything being lifted up and taken and all of the cattle getting mutilated and Ron, you know, hiding a lot. And then Ron just had to end up, he took off, he found a way to get into one of their flying machines and he's he's gone. He's running, apparently. So it's... No, no answers there, then. It's hard to tell what happened to Ron. So I, you know, the whole time I've been thinking he's running from the barn. I mean, not the barn, the farm. Right, and and the hard work on the farm. His And the hard work in the barn, that type thing. Um, But now I'm realizing he's just kind of running from these beings that are chasing him down. For reasons unknown. So I'm ready for him to get back to the farm chores. Yeah. When was the last time you saw him in the like dreamlike state, like the trance? I usually see him every night, yeah. Oh, and then every night it's the same thing. It's please, please, please help me. And you're like, shut up. Help me. I d- I'm not investing anymore in someone who is not investing in us and in the barn anymore, in the farm. <laughs> It's these, it's these, inter- these uh, energy vampires, you know, and not to like start labeling with sort of mean terms, but like if, if he's trying to sap your emotional energy, you've got wor- actual work to do. Thank you. Me, 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 I, 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 you know? Yeah. He's not even there physically, which like is one of the least things you can do. What you're saying is true. He is really just trying to zap my energy. I've got too much going on and that's. Really just what I needed to hear, because this has been getting too much for me. And you know, earlier when I said I wasn't coming on to slang my meats, I do have something. Ooh. Oh, good. Some meat slang. I got a new product. Okay. 
Because it is lunchtime yeah. for, for a, us. This is our scheduled It's lunch. a sweet meat pie. Sheila's sweet meat pies. Oh. Okay, and is it... And it's made of meat this time? It sure is. It sure Can is. Can we wow. ask what kind of meat? Yes, so this is actually skunk monkey meat. And I know what you're thinking. No, it is not a skunk and a monkey combined. This is Sasquatch meat. Oh. Okay, is it... And it got the nick... Is, is, I guess, is the skunk monkey a nickname for Sasquatch that you have? Uh, that that many people do have. Ignorant. Okay, so... That, and it's, yeah, I, hey, I was about to say, I'm not involved in a lot of Sasquatch enthusiast communities. I wouldn't say I'm an enthusiast so much as a huntress. It took me a long time to hunt these things down. I thought just Sasquatches, there was like just one of them. You know what I mean? Like just, just this dude, Bigfoot. Mm-mm. No, there are communities of them. They're actually a different uh, genus or something of homo, not homo sapien, but, you know, not Neanderthal, you know, something like that. They're Sasquatch. And you go into these communities and you hunt them down? Right. So I've known for a while that there's a community of Sasquatch down by the Sabine River. So I kind of just started camping out there and leaving out a few chairs and uh, leaving out, going out there with the cooler full of beer, sitting out there and for a while. And then I would put on this show, be like, oh, none of my friends can make it. And then I would go into the tent and then all the young Sasquatches, they would come out. They'd enjoy their beers and stuff. So I watched them for a while. I learned their language, their culture. What's their language? So they do have a complex language. It's very much from the throat. Oh, I, I, I know a few languages like that. Yes. Right. Yeah. So um, after learning their language for a while, I realized mostly what they talk about after they get it about 12 pack of beer in them is how angry they are with Hollywood about Chewbacca. They feel like he has not been given his due. Uh, he needs he needs more screen time. You know, they're not getting the lore right, all this stuff. They really spend a lot of time talking about that. So, and is he, I came Because he's a not ho- a Sasquatch, right? But- oh, yeah, he is, yeah. Okay, because I, I know... Exactly. So they're probably just upset at the representation, right? He's kind of a dummy in the well, movie. Well, no, he's he saying things, goes, but they didn't do the subtitles, really. I mean, it would just be like Han Solo talking back and, like, oh. saying, Yeah, Chewie. If I remember We're right, about to leave. They, they don't They don't call them him a Sasquatch, though. I, that, that's the point that I'm Well, that's... Here. I mean, I don't know that they really call us humans, do they? I don't remember. I... I d- I don't remember, but I feel like they probably did if if it came up, but like that is my favorite scene in Star Wars though when Han Solo goes, Chewbacca, let's go. You ready or we're gonna go? Get your keys, get your shoes on. Yeah, no, they don't like any part of that. 
Yeah. So, so you lured him out with the bait of lawn chairs and beer, uh, which I feel like would work on a lot of, well, at least a lot of people, human people. Mm, okay. Um, so anyways, I went to them as a Hollywood exec with a new script. Okay. For a new Chewbacca centered movie that really explained the lore really got to the heart of why he does what he does all that well hold on that's very dismissive of your own you wrote it yeah i wrote it wow okay i and i'm sorry i like i of course i'd love to hear what happened but also you say you're kind of passing over it do you want to give us a little pitch of what the movie was yeah, well, I mean, it was in their language, so. Okay. Yeah. And that's written down on a script? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I'm happy to hear this. When I watch Star Wars, that's what I'm always thinking is like, what is this guy's deal? I really wish I knew Chewbacca's like motivations. You know yeah. what I mean? So here, if you guys want to try it, it's a little uh, yeah, ground up skunk monkey. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah, let God, me that's, just, that's uh, the introduction. Just, we don't have forks or anything. Yeah. Just just take a hunk of it with right. our hand. But it is a sweet meat pie. Oh. Mm. So it is a little bit mm. rich. Oh, it, <laughs> the fumes. it stinks. It stinks really bad. Mm. But all, some of the best foods are stinky. <clears throat> okay, how much meat does a Sasquatch like actually provide? Like in this pie right now? You said that they were young, that they were children. The ones that you? Oh uh, no, I mean they were mostly just like the men getting off work, the young men, uh, not wanting to go home. That's better. They've got like hard hats on and and like carrying lunch lunchbox around. Let's get kind of highly intelligent, organized community. It sounds like. I mean, it seems like they weren't wanting to go home, and sometimes they would talk about like their wives and their young kids. So I'm thinking, why are y'all out here drinking beers after work? Oh yeah, why would they want to relax after a full day of hard work? So maybe I'm just the the woman teaching them their society a lesson. This is sort of projection for your relationship with Ron, right? You know, I'm at a point. I'm at a point where it's fine. All of my toxic behavior is fine. I've got too much to do. I'm ready for yeah, Ron and that's to why back. you're upset at them. You're like, look at these lazy husbands. When they should be doing chores at home. And so then, yeah, you lure them into the barn. Yada, yada, yada. Here's some meat pie. You kill them. We don't, you don't have to say yada, yada. Like, you kill them and you process their meat. Yeah. That's, that, that's the yada, yada, yada part. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, can we buy these? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are being sold at Bucky's. Oh, okay. Nice. That does make sense. Yeah. For, for those who, who aren't, from the south i i don't think it's elsewhere is it uh there bucky's are these big gas station things that sell a bunch of stuff and bucky is a beaver like, and they sell things like beaver nuggets and it's like little puffed corn chips 
but they and call they them beaver, beaver nuggets. Sasquatch meat. Meat sweet yeah. Sheila's sweet meat pies. And I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to get me through. You should put the word skunk ape or skunk monkey in there too. I don't want to be too critical here. Skunk monkey. I recognize that that's a term that the Sasquatch hunting, I'm not enthusiast, but hunting community is very familiar with uh, as a term for Sasquatch. I don't know that the average consumer will recognize skunk monkey as anything other than a combination of skunk meat and monkey meat. The people at Bucky's are not a part of your elitist community of... Yeah, they'll know. Doctors and politicians and lawyers and that type of thing. I, so you're, you think that people will know? The common man, the normal people, the everyday he, people. He's really out of touch with the common man. Is he, that not obvious to everybody? Yeah. He doesn't even drive a pickup truck. Probably doesn't even have a tool bag. Ugh. Disgusting. What about like other movies that sh- show that feature Sasquatches, like uh, like Harry and the Hendersons or the? What are you talking about? Other movies? Then Star Wars. Like, uh, sorry. Oh, do, right. Do the skunk apes? Do they know, or have they watched other movies that feature Sasquatches that maybe, you know, gives them a little better representation than Chewbacca? Yeah, no, they're fine with that. But it's just that Star Wars is the most popular, and it's like Chewbacca's just—he's in a lot of them, and yet he's a side character. I don't really is, care. Is Star Wars bigger than Harry and the Hendersons? I guess so. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Alf. Alf is another example of a very hairy alien show. Yeah. Um, Sasquatch are not aliens. They may exist in other parts of the galaxy, but they are from here just as much as you and I are. Huh. I Actually, they probably are older than our species. See, the... I know in the Star Wars universe, and this is because I geek out... Like, I know most people don't know this stuff, but, like, I actually have watched star wars before and i actually watched another show i played a game with star wars in it oh wow so you're like a real nerd about this stuff there is a separate planet where these and star wars would call them wookies but the sasquatch the the skunk monkeys came from right right and in star wars humans originate on other planets as well it seems more like they just it was more of an immigration situation, is what's implied to me, at least. Who, who immigrated to where? I'd say the Earthlings immigrated to other planets. and started- I do not believe that that is the case. I'm sorry. That's never how I've interpreted it. Yeah, but no, it, it does everyone like- has their own yeah. way of interpreting it's I've never read the books or anything, so maybe there's more in there, but the, the, the Sasquatches yes. have not read the books either. I can tell you that. Yeah, because reading is more of a... Yeah, kind of situation. Uh, and I'm sorry, that, that was a really insensitive impression I just did. Yeah, I did, he say so- did he say um, something on accident? No, I mean... He just said something that doesn't make any sense. Oh, like, he just went blah, blah, jubilee blue, or whatever. Well, just like... There's a tree in the Walmart. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, wow. You said a lot in your in that short little burst you did, London. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I've watched and I've played the game. Can you, could you teach us a couple phrases? Like, do, 
is there are there like common phrases among the sasquatches like lingo and any phrases you could teach us uh that means really they should have had princess leia and Chewbacca as a love interest because there's no reason that Princess Leia wouldn't have found Chewbacca to be very handsome, very charming, very interesting. There's just no reason for not including even a hint, even a hint of a spark of romance between them. They, they sound kind of insecure. Yeah. These kind of, I'm starting to feel bad for like the the pie is good. The pie is good, but I'm starting to feel bad for these guys. They just want to have some beers after work, and they want someone to like them. And they just want to is, they want to bitch about Star Wars. That's this seems to be their main. It's not, it sounds like most of the language is dedicated to complaining about Star Wars. From my perspective, yeah, so far. Okay, well, I you know I I feel like we we have covered some ground here. So Sheila's sweet. Meats, P- sweet meat pies at Bucky's. All right. Uh, yeah. And thank you once again to Sheila Dawn. Ron, get back here. Uh, thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital the Host. Yesterday, he said something that's really been resonating. He said, They're not running from you, they're running from the trauma that the relationship brings up in themselves. behavior is fine. I've got too much to do.